You're listening to The Former Bride, Tales from Beyond the Altar, with your host, Mike Sawpaul. On this week's episode, The Dress. I have a feeling that this is going to be one of the most popular episodes. I agree. And I see you're beaming with light just at the, <laughs> at the prospect of talking about the dress. I have some good memories flowing right now. We're yes. back. You know that voice. It's Marissa. Uh, I am your host, Mike Sawpaul. We're back talking about Marissa, uh, her, your wedding and your advice and your now that you're, you've are you been married 48 years at this point, right? It's been six <laughs> weeks we've been doing these podcasts. Um, tell us about the dress. The dress. Yeah. Okay. Um, so one thing to note, I'm a very decisive person. Super decisive. So the idea of going to several stores, trying on hundreds of dresses is not appealing. And I don't know. So, you know, like I told you, when I got engaged, I was working at Brides Magazine. I had a great friend there, Brianna. Um, and I casually one day, you know. Uh, get your, uh, what would you call that? Manscaping. So what happened there was my <laughs> finger slipped on the sound drop and we got something about manscaping. I love it. Do you see why we so sorely need I, brides in here? I want to tie it in, but I just can't. Yeah, no, no there's nothing we could do no, with that. No, I apologize. Totally fat fine. fingers. You were saying Brianna, please. Brianna. So I'm, I'm on the internet and looking at what dress I want. I'm at work and I see that the shop has a trunk show going on and the designer's in town. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I got to go get in on this. So I ask my friend, do you want to go dress shopping on lunch? I'm engaged. I'm thinking she naturally knows what I'm talking about. How many forms of dress shopping is there? <laughs> right. So we're walking and, you know, halfway there, she's like, what store are we going to? And I was like, we're going to this bridal store. She's like, we're going a wedding dress shopping. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, there's a trunk show going on. Like, let's go check it out. We walk in the front door. I told you I was decisive, but I don't think you knew to this extent. This was the first store I went to. I walk in, there's something hanging right in the doorway and I just point at it and I look at her. She's like, yeah. I was like, yeah. So I'm like, can you put that in the dressing room? Like, you know, typical me, I don't even ask the price, nothing like a jerk. So I just, I go in there and I come out and I was like, this is it. I was like, I'll try on a couple of the things. I was like, but this is it. Yeah, yeah. Um, And we fell in love with it. So we took some pictures, texted my mom. I was like, I know you're not here. I was like, but can we come back tomorrow and potentially like buy this dress? Um, And, you know, the designer ended up being there. She was a doll, Berta, Berta Bridal. She was in from, I think, Israel. Um, and it, that was really it. I mean, it was a little anticlimactic, but very me. Well, no. Yeah, but there's a lot of questions that okay. I have in here. <laughs> what about that? Is, is it true? Have you pictured your wedding dress your whole life? No. Oh. No. See, I thought that was a thing. No. I Maybe for some girls. For me, not so much because I feel like one thing when I worked at Kleinfeld I experienced was the big thing is people have something in their mind, but then I come to find you may not look good in it or mm. when you put it on, it doesn't feel right. So mm-hmm. I think I just never put something in my mind. So when you walked in and you saw it, did you know what type of style you were after? Was it? Like- I knew I didn't want a ball gown. That was all I knew. I didn't want big and poofy. Right. Um. So this was the opposite of that and very ornate with lace details and pearl details. It was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, you know, that was it. I fell in love with it. That was it. It was really simple. Um, you bought a dress like I buy a car. I know. I walk in, I go, I literally once walked in and I said, mm, that one. No. I swear so to God. So you literally were just no questions, right? Like, who does that? 
guy said, what color? I said, I, whatever you got <laughs> here. One. I need to drive one off tonight. That was basically me, right? I was yeah. like, I'm not leaving. So yeah. it was a trunk show. You know, again, pro tip, go when the trunk shows are going on. The designer's in town. There's a special already. If the designer's there, they may take a liking to you. You can ask for, you know, say, you know, if it's 4000 and you need to be 3500 you tell her 3500 your budget. You and miraculously, I think they will come down. They can also make some custom edits for you when the designer's there. She could say, okay. This needs to happen. She can make it happen. Um, and again, while I had my budget in mind, I mean, my parents were buying it generously enough, but it was over that budget. Mm-hmm. But I knew and had intended to sell it afterwards. So you can go over budget when you're going to get at least half of your money back. How much should people spend on a on a, a bridal dress? Oof. Um, at, again, at Kleinfeld's, the norm was 5000 mm-hmm. But I'm seeing people go into that ten. To fifteen thousand range now in the tri-state area, it's pricey. Yeah, would you say that that's a? I mean, look, I think your advice is you got to get something that makes you look good, feel good. Yes, right? like huge, super important. But should people go that heavy into the uh, dress? The dress. If budget, it, look, if money's no object, I think it's absurd fine, but, if you're going to put it in a box for the rest of your life. Okay. I think if you're going to resell it, mm-hmm. like, what's the resale value on those things? Um, I would say you can guarantee you get half your money back. No kidding. Yeah, really? but you got to act quick. You know, designs like trends move quickly, so you have to like go home, post those pictures, right? Talk about the condition of the dress. You know, act quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, because the designs change every year. But other than that, I think that there's phenomenal alternatives to spending tens of thousands of dollars and it's not necessary. Ultimately, what's important is that you feel special and you look beautiful and it's a flattering dress on you. So I think you should look at alternatives online like Beholden um, or maybe just some some other types of stores. I don't think you should feel obligated to spend that type of money. Mm. You brought up another interesting point where you talk about trends. Mm-hmm. Um, should brides buy trendy or should they buy classic i don't think super traditional nor do i think super trendy um i think people trying to fit into a trend can be unflattering and you can look back in photos and be like that's not cute anymore right but i also see some girls trying to go super traditional with like a long like just everything trying to be also some type of way right and that can read not authentic as well Mm -hmm. so i think you should be authentic to yourself and how you how you dress take it up a notch um and again it's just being the best you that day yeah i see these dresses every weekend and i often wonder like are these gonna look like all the wedding photos from the 80s i know you know what i mean i know but the probably yes yeah right like we'll look back (laughs) what the hell were we thinking you know when shoulder pads are back in yep yeah um look i wish i had more questions but i simply just don't know enough about the dress Trying to think if I have anything else. Oh, another big one. Mm-hmm. This happened to me and it's happening to my friend right now. Once you've bought the dress, literally like unfollow from every dress account on Instagram. Do not go to another store. Do not go to another trunk show because you will see what you think is a bigger, better, brighter version of the dress you've purchased mm. and you will want a I know one. a bride this just happened to. It happens. Yeah. And some of them, it affects them so much that they buy a, another dress. Mm-hmm. So just close your eyes. Yeah, just close it. Yeah. Yeah, you bought your dress. You're going to look great. Exactly. And that's the end of the story. That's it. Um, any tips? Like, I'm just going to prompt, because I, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, like, photography, again, those memories that you hold on to, you want to make sure that you feature yeah. your dress. Yeah. yeah. Well, one tip before I get to that, before I forget it, is when you're going to try on dresses, do not come with no makeup on and your hair up in a messy ponytail and the wrong undergarments. Come with a pair of high heels. Come with proper undergarments. 
have your makeup done, have your hair done, because nothing's going to look good if all of that's not in place. It's just the that's truth. That's a good tip right It's there. just the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you think you're wearing your hair up even, come with a clip. You want to get the full scope of what you're going to look like that day mm-hmm. and know what tools you need um, to look that way. So then in regards to um, the photography piece, I definitely, when we talk about photography, have some tips. Um, but I think just planning in advance and knowing if you want a lot of shots with your veil on or off, all of those things were interesting. I ended up getting no pictures. And I mean, no professional pictures with my veil on, which is a little bizarre. Um, but right. I literally forgot to put it on other than when I walked up the, um, the what aisle. is it? The aisle. Um, <laughs> what, what is that thing? <laughs> that thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I was going to say. But um, so if you want pictures with your veil, that's something you, somebody has to put in place, whether it's your, your day of planner or your photographer, you need to prepare. Yeah. Prep and plan. Prep and plan. Yeah. Because you don't want to look back and go, oh, no. Yeah. No yeah. pictures with the veil. How do you go to the bathroom in those things? Oof. I mean, if you have a big puffy dress, I think that requires like two bridesmaids assistance. Wow. Yeah. 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 I've always want. I don't even know if girls are. It's not like, easy. Of course, I know the it's answer. It's not to that. easy. Mm. Then you got to look out for makeup getting on it. It's. Is there something when you looked at yourself in the mirror that day mm-hmm. when you had it on? Mm-hmm. Was there something sobering about that moment? Oh, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it all comes together when you really have the hair, the makeup, the dress everything's done. Yeah. I mean, you should feel very special and very happy. Yeah. This is it. You're getting married. Yeah. Love it. Great. So next week, uh, we are talking about invitations. Mm. Uh, I know on an earlier episode, you had said that you went a little (laughs) overboard. A little bit. Um, We're going to talk about invitations. Yeah. um, And maybe, just maybe, Mm -hmm. this would be the week, next week would be the week where we come to blows. Who knows? (laughs) People people are- It's possible. It it is possible. People get crazy over paper, so. Who knows? So, uh, okay. Hope you enjoyed the former bride, Tales from Beyond the Altar. This week, we were talking about the dress. We will see you next week. And uh, hey, I'll send you an invite. Fantastic. Because we're talking about invitations. (laughs) God. Find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.com.